Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Every rational podcaster with the story to tell wants to make a good listener experience. But sadly, many misconceptions and myths out there or lack of attention often block listeners from engaging further. But we can fix that. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. So I recently tweeted out my frustrations over a particular faction, fraction of podcasters. Now that angry tweet sparked a very healthy conversation in the comments of that tweet along the thread, as well as a few direct conversations I had with people as well. And in that, I got to correct a few misassumptions. <laughs> so why not share those on a podcast pontification, my brain said to me. Here's where we're going to start this conversation. Serialized podcasters, the people who create serialized content, are doing a disservice to their listeners. Now, even if you think you aren't creating serialized content, you might be. So hang out for this. There are two really big sins. And the first one is that many of these people with a good story to tell are actually not marking their show as serialized. They've left it as episodic. So here's the deal. I want you to just think about these possibilities. See, if your content was created to be listened to in order, you should mark it serial. It's a setting in your podcast hosting, episodic or serial. By default, episodic is on because most podcasts are episodic. However, a lot of people out there, you perhaps, are telling serialized stories. If, for example, your podcast from episode one could actually be printed out and put into a book for someone to read from cover to cover, it's serialized, or it should be. You're making serial content. If your podcast is an adaptation of a book or a manuscript, and you're just narrating and perhaps adding some extra color along the way, that is serial content. If your podcast was originally written out as a screenplay, you've got a serial podcast on your hand. If your podcast is a series of lectures, discussions, or even interviews that build upon each other episode after episode, it's serial. If your podcast investigates a particular occurrence, either real or imaginary, over multiple episodes, guess what? It's serial. Any podcast that has a linear progression from point A to point B to point Q, all 
why did I say Q? Point Z all the way along the end that's serialized. And any podcast that has the features up front, the words previously on, or the story so far is serialized. Market so. Now, the second big sin serial podcasters, now that you know who you are, <laughs> are doing is they're putting low energy effort into building their episode details, those things you call show notes. And I think there's a, well, I know there's a myth. There's this giant myth out there that somehow podcast apps like Apple Podcasts or Spotify or CastBox messes, they mess with this info. That's not true. That is not true at all. Well, not really. If you put written content in your podcast hosting company in those details sections, the listening apps will display it. Now, how well they display it and what they choose to do with that which they display, uh, that's a different matter, right? Because some of them, like Spotify up until recently, would strip out all of your line breaks and you're just left with one giant block of text. Well, guess what? Spotify has recently fixed that. And now well-formatted episode details look great inside of Spotify. Others, like Audible, they do remove the line breaks, but they also remove all the hyperlinks, which is crazy. They then turn around and display those hyperlinks as text. Okay, that's dumb, but it's not your problem. That doesn't mean you should stop doing it. They will eventually, we hope, correct that situation. Do it right. When you are putting in episode details, you need to write at least three different things. Obviously, a title, then a short summary, maybe a sentence or two. But then to spend most of your time writing the details section, the episode details. It, I don't care what it's called inside of your podcast hosting company. They all call it something different. But in there, you should be able to. No, you can certainly format the text. That means line breaks. That means bolding section headings. And also, when you mention it, put the link in, hyperlink it, actually highlight it, click the little button that says link, type it in. Most podcast apps, or at least some of those podcast apps, the important ones will actually preserve all of that content. And be sure you are crediting in that text anyone that you mention in the audio, anything that you mention in the audio that is referencing another person, another service, whatever, put it in there and link to it. Also, put in your sponsor message. If you have a sponsor, put the sponsor's name inside of the episode details and link that information as well, hopefully with the coupon code or whatever it is that you have with your relationship there. Also, I said three things. Fourth thing is you probably should put a link to your website. No problem. You definitely should put a link to the web page you build for that particular episode, which goes into even greater detail. Maybe share some pictures. Certainly shares the transcript of your episode and any other in additional information that we can get to. You see, the podcast app that people listen to is oftentimes the only link a listener has to your show. It's where people like me go when we're listening, when we hear something, we want more information. We open up the podcast app and we look at those details. Or if we remember something later, like we were driving and we couldn't do that because that happens sometimes. 
the first thing we're going to do is go back to the device we had that we were listening to to get that information. So we're going to go back to previously played episodes. We're going to click in. And we're going to look for information. Hopefully you've put some information in there for us. We want to give your show some love, Serialized Podcaster, but you got to help us. You got to help us do that. Okay? So I don't know who in your world needs to hear this if it's not you, but I hope you bring this conversation up. I mean, the next time you're listening to something that is serialized and you go, where's there's the information on the bottom? Or even anybody, even if you're not making serialized content, you should have information at the bottom. Give this, give them this episode, you know, to take this episode as inspiration to talk to them about, hey, yeah, some things you should tweak because we're all working podcasters here. We need, we need to help the other people do that. So use this as a springboard, you know, send them the episode and say, uh, my friend Evo says you should be doing some things differently. And I agree. Great. Do that. And if you love the content I bring to you four days a week here on Podcast Pontifications, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and slide a virtual coffee my way. That's always nice and appreciated. That's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.